0: All right. Let's go ahead and recap uh, week twelve here, April third. Um, so yeah, today's the the theme of uh, today's class um, was around digital marketing and building communities. Another critical aspect. Those of you that are pursuing Web three projects, uh, like anything, you, you need marketing. You need to have a build out a community, but. It feels like Web3 projects, you know, community is, it feels like it's even more important. These are really users that you reach. We're not talking about millions of users that you might find on traditional Web2 projects, but we're talking about these like niche communities. Blockchain Web3, it's still relatively uh, small and it hasn't hit mainstream yet. So the people that are in it are the diehards. So when you're having your project on Discord or in Telegram, Twitter, uh, the followers are, are very particular and they could really advocate and help you with your project. So the question is, you know, what are the right methodologies uh, for you to think about? Um, what are what are some different strategies, uh, marketing Web 3 versus uh, Web 2 type of products? And so today uh, we, we have lecture notes, but I also brought in a couple different speakers. Uh, The first group of speakers uh, were the founders of SimWin Sports. Uh, This was more of a presentation of a company that's building a new streaming slash AI slash Web3 slash sports gambling product to the market. Uh, They've an all-star team that's raised a lot of capital to take on this initiative, and we had their CMO uh, jump on board to talk a little bit about some of the things that they're doing uh, to market the product. Then uh, I had another speaker, uh, Jeffrey from Crowdcreate, who was able to come in last minute, but I was really excited, and that's his job is he represents brands and helps build out you know, m- Web3 marketing strategies. Uh, from a very tactical, consultative type of perspective. And then we closed out with Brittany Kaiser, who Brittany is just a pioneer in, in Web3. She's worked on some incredible projects. She has deep background in the space. And we'll touch upon some of the, the stuff that she had here in a second. Uh, but first off, SimWin, a company that I've met, really impressed with David Ortiz, who was the founder that spoke a little bit. Uh, Simwin, is this celebrity-owned platform where the celebrities own these teams. Uh, we looked at uh, Magic Johnson's one of the, the team owners uh, for the football league, uh, Penny Hardaway, Tracy McGrady, some basketball legends, and then on the football side there's uh, Jerry Rice who played for the 49ers, Marshall Falk, um, Nick Carter on the mu- musician side, and LaMelo Ball on the basketball side. So there's a, a wide range of talent you know that's, that's backing this league. And it's very similar to what we see in the esports world where you have professional sports teams that own teams so they could have some exposure and start building traction with this this digital native uh, community. Uh, But we were able to learn what what SimWin's doing. One of the reasons why people are excited about this platform um, is David Ortiz is one of the creators of John Madden Football. And within the the gaming world, uh, Madden football is is just is just massive, right? It's it's been a product that has successfully sold for you know a few decades now, and the the realism in it and the ability for players to be able to um, extend that that viewing and that maybe playing experience uh, in their youth to being able to do this in a in a in a way that allows them to customize the experience, it allows them to um, be able to like, compete with others, play online. Uh, it's really, a, it's, been, it's been just a, a great franchise that's been built over the years. Uh, one of the unique things with SimWin is from the Web3 side of it, they're allowing community members to participate in ownership with the team. Um, one big difference here is there's no physical players on the teams. There's no humans. These are all done by AI. They have a draft. You select different players. Uh, you own these players, and you're able to monetize these players within your community. So for this, this product to be successful, you have to have an engaged community across all the different teams and all the different ownerships. So SimWin is going to have to market their product overall, and then each team will have to market their local teams. Um, and different ways they're going to do that is being able to, to find these users on the different channels like gaming gaming environments, uh, uh, Twitter, Discord, Instagram, wherever it is. We're gonna, they're going to have to find different ways of reaching these customers, and they're going to be able to get guest customers to, to, to view these broadcasts for the customers to be able to participate with things, maybe through a DAO, voting on the starting lineup, voting on trades, uh, voting on team uniforms, a lot of different things and ownership opportunities with owning potentially players or specific uh, add-ons that could also you know, impact the different lineups. Uh, so SimWin is a really unique take on sports simulation, you know, digital ownership, uh, and, and also team ownership. In in uh, video streaming. So we're, we're excited to see where, where SimWin goes and, you know, David had made a, a challenge to all the students to come up with unique ways that they're going to be able to, to reach their, their target users. And many of those target users might be yourself. So what are different ways that you would find this experience, uh, interesting and different ways that, uh, they would, they would reach you. So if, if you have ideas around that, I'm happy to connect you with David and you could talk with him a little bit about uh, your vision for that. But uh, excited to see how this product uh, takes off and, and, how, and how this product evolves. Um, we also, for our second speaker, we, we had Jeffrey uh, come in from CrowdCreate, as I mentioned previously. And this was really around, uh, from a consultative perspective, what are the best practices uh, that people use uh, in order to, to, to build audience. I mean, that was the, the, the fundamental thing that we are really looking for. Um, you know, there, there was a little bit of talk around uh, some of the, you know, the, the Terra Luna, you know, uh, what happened with that debacle. We talked a little bit about Celsius and Silvergate. And these are just some industry things that had a, had a difficult impact on the whole Web3 community. And what are some ways that, from a marketing perspective, these projects could could regain trust of users and be able to get people to uh, to get engaged with their platforms. So, you know, NFTs being down a little bit, uh, really having the importance for, for utility in Web3 projects and, and onboarding users. Uh, these are all, you know, different things that, you know, came up as, as topics. A um, couple of things that we talked about uh, uh, with Jeffrey Um was, you know, what what are some of the, the top five things that one could do uh, in order to, to market their project? Uh, one of the the KPIs we said is, how do we get to, like, 10,000 users? Um, and, you know, number one is, is piggyback on existing platforms. And the platforms that he spoke about was Magic Eden, you know, really looking at uh, What NFT projects are getting the most hype? How do you engage with those communities? Find existing platforms and be able to to leverage them. Uh, So whether it's Magic Eden or certain projects on OpenSea, I think that was great advice to be able to kind of go where there's already existing users. Uh, He talked about ecosystem funds. Uh, We also looked at that in class. Uh, There's a lot of the Solanas of the world, even the Magic Edens, they all have you know different ecosystem funds and you could leverage these funds to again invest in building your community are there strategic partnerships out there uh, can you work with you know other blockchain projects can are there web 2 companies that you feel could also you could leverage into that brings uh, the, that user base into becoming followers of of your project so really think about you know strategic partnerships um You know, is there something within like the Board 8 Yacht Club? You know, that's a a strong group. Um, Is there somebody from that community that you feel could help and also do some type of interesting tie-in? Of course, building your own channels. Twitter, uh, being able to, you know, share your gameplay. You know, think if you're in DeFi, the same, you know. So really being able to, I mean, activate your own platforms and, and be able to start, you know, generating your own content with a specific cadence. Uh, the paid side, it was interesting, the paid side isn't as big as it is for Web2, meaning paid ads on Twitter or Facebook. I would say you still are going to want to do that, you know, just because you it's still, it's still something that's interesting. Um, but make sure when you're running these ads, let's say on Twitter, that you're super hyper-targeting, um, you know, the board at club specific type of accounts that you know is where the the Web3 audience is hanging at. We also talked about a platform called uh, the, the Mochaverse, which is something that's getting a lot of popularity right now. And it looks like it's very well done. So, again, uh, take a look at uh, Mo- mochaverse.xyz. It's a it's a great example project for somebody that's doing something pretty good. Um, yeah, and also, you know, take a look at Bankless, um, Bankless Venture Fund. There's a lot of other resources that are out there, I think, that you could, uh, you know, draw some draw some inspiration from. Uh, and let's go ahead. Lastly, we had a conversation uh, with Brittany Kaiser. And, you know, I've known Brittany through the years. She was early into crypto. She speaks at almost all the crypto conferences. Uh, and she was, she was really identified back in the day uh, during the, the Facebook scandal. Um, I'm, I'm sure you recall there was a company called Cambridge Analytica. And within Cambridge Analytica, uh, there was a you know, data breach. And essentially, she was one of the whistleblowers. And it came out that um, you know, this, this really put a clamp down on Facebook. And, um, and there's also a, a documentary that you can uh, find on Netflix that, that, that features Brittany. But, um, but certainly, she's a big advocate, super strong advocate on people uh, owning their own data. So Brittany, she talked about digital ownership Uh, She emphasized more than anything about community. It's really, really about community uh, that that makes it work. Uh, Web2 is, again, it's really more, she talked about them just spending billions and there's really like no rewards that you could get. So um, being able to have tokens and there's a lot of incentives that we could do in the Web3 world, which rewards our users. Um, She also talked a little bit about, um, you know, how do you like, create these structures for the incentive incentivizations. So really thinking about, you know, how do you want to incentivize a structure so you could align with these users? Uh, What could like giving tokens, you know, during the alpha phase, uh, test nets, those are again, different things she wants. Another thing that she had recommended was uh, being able to find community ambassadors. And those are critical people to get involved with and, and be able to give them incentives as well. So some of the core parts of marketing, also that she talked about, product market fit. You know why you're building it, uh, what do your users really want? Emphasizing the brand story. What, it, what type of brand you're building and tell that story. Uh, do you personally have uh, that problem and why is it impactful? Uh, getting people early on. You know investors in the core team that believe in their problem. Those make sure that they're aligned and passionate. So uh, she had some really, really strong, some really great advice and. Um, and, and hopefully you're able to get a couple of takeaways from that. Um, a few other things she had mentioned uh, is how important the the onboarding is. You know, not just for, uh, but also for your not just for the the users, but also like your core investors and your team, so everybody's you know uh, r- remains passionate. Uh, making sure your logo, your palette, your messaging, some standard things, um, and then of course twist, uh, Twitter and Telegram. So. Hopefully you got a lot out of this class. I really think that there's some, some real great nuggets in here. Make sure you come up with your, your own strategy as you're thinking about your digital marketing plans for the products that you're working on. And I'm, I'm hoping that a lot of the data here will, will really help you um, come up with a, with a concise and unique strategy that's going to bring a lot of users. All right, that's it for today, and we will talk to you next week.